Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Let's get it, man. No more guests. This is my last two hours this week. This was probably the most fun I've had at WFAN, just being on earlier, having five hours. Like, <laughs> I don't know who else you'd rather listen to for five straight hours. Paul, Vincent Von Vincent. I'm just kidding, Paulie. Just had to throw you out of this because I'm looking at you. Weather, man. A lot of weather. We can do another Carlos Correa thing if you want. <laughs> that worked out well. Is, is is this true? Is that right? No, that was your word. Is that right? Is that right? No, it wasn't right. See, no, you knew. I knew it. You had something. You you had some kind of feeling because you're such a Mets fan. You knew that wasn't right. Carlos Correa was never going to be a Met. You broke the news. Yeah. It was too good to be true. And I said, I remember saying, asking Heyman, because Heyman joined me at like 4.30 in the morning. And I'm like, there's no way the Mets would do this deal without being 100% sure of Correa's <laughs> medicals, right? Like, there's no way they would do this. And Heyman's like, absolutely, they have to know his medicals. Yeah, and what happened? Well, yeah. The guy turned out to apparently have the worst ankle in the history of humankind. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't give him a long-term deal. You live and you learn. Steve Cohen learned. Now David Stearns is in charge and David Stearns is doing his due diligence it might take three years it might take six years might take 10 but at least you have a casino and hotels and a bunch of other stuff around and it'll all make sense as as long as we get our version of Billy's at one point in the next five years Mets fans should be happy what happened to the K corner which was McFadden's but then the K corner that didn't fire back up no not after the pandemic but wasn't that the whole plan? They changed yeah, the name? Yeah, to McFadden. Gonna... Right, right, yeah. I've been in McFadden's a bunch of times. Oh, I love it. It was to... great. I thought it was great there. But what happened to the, the new version? I thought it was called the K-Corn. Oh, that I don't know. I, rem- I Me and my friends tried to go in there after the game, after opening day last season, to the new K-Corner McFadden's place. There, The line was so long. It was awful. They didn't know how well, to handle yeah. everybody. That's the thing. Billy's can fit like 3,000 people in there. It's like a Vegas nightclub in Billy's. Yeah, they got upstairs, downstairs, outside, front bar. Uh, Billy's is undefeated. Shout out to Joey. Shout out to Ralph. Shout out to, shout out to all of Billy's gang. I was in here wearing my, my Billy's shirt. I can't wait to go to Billy's. They, they never lost. Undefeated. You know, even for like the pinstripe bowl now. And... Uh, Man, I remember talking to Joey years ago when I was doing more like videography and photography and social media stuff. Um, the videography now, like they have like drone footage now. They have somebody. 
I got to go look at their Instagram to give them a shout out. They got somebody making content for Billy's now. It's insane. There's nothing like it. I've been to 16 ballparks, different stadiums for different sports. For the Yankees to have a Yankee club outside the ballpark, it's ridiculous, man. We're we're definitely spoiled with that. 877-337-6666. Doug is in Stanford, Connecticut. Thanks for holding, Doug. Take as much time as you need. Hi, my man. First time, long time. Hey, How are ding, you, my ding, guy? ding, ding, Appreciate it. Ah, awesome, man. Shout out to my brother, G-Makes from Waterbury, your number one fan. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. So I, I saw you guys on Twitter. I saw you on Twitter, and now I, I've connected that you guys are, are family. I appreciate the support from you guys for real. Thank you. Of course, man. Had to had to call in. I've been listening to you all week. Uh, it's been awesome. Unfortunately, the last time I, I saw you uh, was at a funeral. Whose funeral? Uh, I was uh, ALCS Game Three, <laughs> Yankees Astros. I had to. I saw you in the line walking in. I had to walk around the stadium because my phone wouldn't connect to the Wi-Fi anywhere to load the ticket. I'm so, sorry. I just immediately started thinking like a real life funeral. <laughs> <laughs> game Three, yeah, ALCS that, Game Three. That was when Cole pitched. Yeah, we had one hit. Oh. We were like eight and two thirds, and it was just a disaster. But I played a lot of money for the ticket. It was, it was brutal, man. But I you saw waiting, me outside. Yeah, I saw you in that. You went in that little side. I've never been in that gate. I usually go like gate four, but I saw oh, you yeah. in the side. I, turned, <laughs> I, I remember now. Out, like, <laughs> so I probably went through clear. This is before I had a media credential. Um, shout out to Ashley Fox. I think I was with Ashley Fox who put me on the clear, and we would always like slide through the clear entrance. But the thing about that game, as you remember, Doug, it was dumb early. It was like a 5 o'clock start, and uh, it was so quiet. Like, people were going into the stadium. No, I think it might have been a 4 a four or 4.30 start because I was going into the stadium like 3.30, 3.45, and everybody was so quiet. This is New York. People were still working. People were stuck in traffic. But me, I'm rowdy. I'm loud. So I And I used to, like, sneak my whistle in. So I'm blowing my whistle, and I'm telling people outside, like, yo, Wake up. Don't be afraid to yell in there. Like, I'm the one outside like, let's go, Yankees. Like, I'm trying to get people to wake up. I knew Cole was going to shove because you could you could hear a pin drop in that place. Yeah, no, it, it was bad. It, it was definitely bad. But, yeah, I, I remember turning around seeing you. I'm like, oh, snap, there's Keith McPherson. Uh, bigger than I thought, pause. But, you know, I uh, people think I'm kidding when I say I played football in college and like people see me in person all the time. They're like, oh, you're 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 bigger than I thought. You're taller than I thought. I'm like, what? I'm not one of these random like Twitter, like like these nerds that you see out there. I'm not I'm not that I'm not what you what you think some of these guys are, because some of these guys in Yankees Twitter, you see them in real life. They're five foot nothing. Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, bad day, but. Moving forward, as far as the Yankees go, I don't think they're obviously done uh, building that rotation. I think, or I hope we will land Snell. Um, I'm not mad about the, the Strowman. I didn't love it, but people have short memories because I remember everybody locally, they were loving him when he was pitching for Team USA, winning that MVP. Yeah. Um, Team Puerto Rico him, as know. well. He played for Team USA and Team Puerto Rico as well. Yep, so I'm I'm happy with that. I mean, he's a solid number three, number four, but uh, we could get Snell. I think to you know solidify that number two spot. Um, imagine, uh, down, imagine Snell 
right, doesn't want to go to the Angels because they're going to be terrible. Imagine he doesn't want to, you know, just take the eight years and uh, two hundred million plus that he'll get from Anaheim, and he waits this out, and he tells Scott Boris, "Hey, man, like, I think we got to take what the Yankees give us because I want to compete, I want to win, and I mean, if I win a World Series with the Yankees, like that, that's going to print money for me. Like, there is, I, I just in my mind, I'm, I'm holding out hope that there is a world where, even if it's not Snell, I'm not sure who else it would be." This thing plays out where the Snell number drops to buy a guy or the Corbin Byrne um, demands drop to trade for a guy, and they do go get another ace because we all know in modern-day baseball you need a one-two punch, right? That's why I think the Mets tried to have Ver- um, Sherlander. Oh, Sherlander. <laughs> sure, I never said that. Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander, right? Because that's going to be your one-two punch. Before that, it was DeGrom. And Max Scherzer, like you need that in the po- in the postseason for success. Who's the Yankees' one-two punch? Punch Cole and Rodon, Cole and Nestor. No, like yeah. we need we need another guy. Of course, they're not going to get it done. They're not going to make a trade unless it's at the deadline. You know, in, in in season, I feel like for a big arm, we just don't have the assets right now. You know, there's there's nothing in the take, and we're we're not getting rid of Dominguez, or at least we better not get no. rid of Dominguez. And Spencer Jones, I you know I, I want to hold on to him as well. Everybody else, you know, I don't really care about. But that's what they're going to want to demand an arm like Burns or you know anybody of the top talent. So I think I think Snell's the guy going in and maybe you know make that push in season for that other arm. But but you know we're we're stacking up to go for that World Series. We're going to be as of right now thinking we're going to be pitching against the Dodgers or playing against them. You know, we got to match that rotation, and we we better be ready for top three starters to go against. But them. you know, let's talk through it. Who's that? Who's in their rotation? Tyler Glass now is always hurt. He's literally Tyler made a glass now. He's gonna he's gonna be hurt. He, <laughs> he's gonna be hurt. Yamamoto, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for Yamamoto to get rocked or for Yamamoto to have a adjustment period like Kodai Senga and not just be. Tim Lincecum automatically like they project him to be. I cannot wait to be laughing over here because I'll be on till 2 a.m. and I have MLB.TV on my MacBook. I'll be tuned into those Yamamoto starts. I'll keep you guys updated this baseball season. And when he gets rocked, I'm going to say, that's the guy that you wanted Brian Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner to give more money than Garrett Cole? Hell no. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I just think, you know, Dodgers are stacked either way. I mean, but they don't scare me none. They don't scare me none. They're going to get Bueller back. He should be healthy and be ready to pitch. You know what I mean? And Tony you know, Gosselin. Yeah, let's see how these guys come back from Tommy John. Will they have robo arms? Maybe, maybe not. I, I don't know. I just think that it's too much hype. They spent a billion dollars this offseason. It is literally World Series or bust for the next 10 years with Otani, and baseball don't work like that. It just don't work like that. No, you're right, but. We're 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 getting at least one more. I'm I'm pretty confident in that. And then um, you know, obviously can't wait for the season to start. So pump there. Um, but I hear you know you're talking a lot about the Cowboys, and you know I just I love you, dog. But you know you got to pump the brakes a little bit here Why? when it comes to Dallas and Dak. They can beat. I the, mean, they can beat the Packers at the least. Beat the Packers. That's all could, I need. Beat the Packers. Can, you can beat them, but the thing is. The Dallas team, as is per usual, is overrated going into the playoffs. They had a cookie-cutter schedule. Their best win is against the Lions, which is controversial, and they played a Rams team that 
Stafford got hurt and they didn't have Tyron Williams play. So, you know, it's it's setting up in typical fashion, just like typical Dallas Cowboys, building them up, building them up, building them up. Don't I know it? Haven't I lived it my entire existence? Been doing this since early 90s. I'm ready for it. I'm so I'm so numb to it. If they lose to the Packers, I'm going to laugh. I'm going to come right here and talk about the game and, and exactly what happened. But I just don't see that, man. Like, I, as much as they're overhyped, I think they know what time it is, man. And, and, like, teams are built like this, especially, like, in the NBA, not necessarily football. There are some stories of, like, teams losing in the playoffs and finally figuring it out. I just think the Cowboys have been heartbroken. Dak Prescott has been heartbroken. Michael Parsons the last couple years, like, these guys are hungry. They know it's now or potentially never. They're going to lose their defensive coordinator. They're going to lose some pieces. It's going to be a different-looking team next year. You have a good team, and if it's the Niners that stand in your way, I want that. To be the best, you got to beat the best. I, I want that rematch, rematch in Santa Clara. I want to see it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is shaping up for that. I mean, as a Giants fan, I just got to rub it in a little bit. You know, the, yeah, the two, what, two what, Bowls that we won, nobody what, what thought going in that we were going to say right now? What is, the Giants fan can't <laughs> rub anything in. The, the Cowboys put 90 points on y'all this year. That's terrible. Well, I mean, I'm, you had to get I'm Wink just, Martindale out of there. Brian Dable and Wink Martindale are going back and forth. He said, the Dallas Cowboys, 90 points, Wink. 90. No, I know you, you've had our number, but uh, just going in, you know, just just have a little reservation. You know, don't get... Don't get too you know excited and and, and celebrate All I'm saying early is it, there is no way, in my estimation, the youngest team, the 25-year-old average team with Jordan Love in his first year as quarterback, waltz into Jerry World, and you know Jerry Jerry Jones is greasing the refs. Like, that's a joke. Somebody actually on Twitter was like, this guy actually thinks Jerry Jones pays the refs. I'm like, you're a bozo if you think that I actually think Jerry Jones could do that. That would be a fine. That would be a huge story. That's a joke that Jerry Jones gets the calls. But honestly, those guys are not waltzing into Jerry Jones Stadium, AT&T Stadium, in front of all those screaming fans with Micah Parsons and Dak I just don't see the Packers beating them. Just that. Just one round. I'm not saying they're about to get to the Super Bowl. But if if you you win one round and you see what happens with the Lions and, and the Rams and let the Lions let the Lions fall to the Rams and let's see how it shakes out with the Eagles and the Bucks, like, hey, Cowboys got a shot. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we both can agree that we're all rooting for Tampa anyway. So that's that's the game that I want to see the most: uh, Tampa smack Philly and, and let them crawl back and uh, try to figure out things, but. Um, yeah, man, I just wanted to call. I appreciate you, you taking the call. I've been meaning to call uh, for a while now. Um, I've been at the gym listening to you. You keep playing those uh, Prodigy Keep It Thorough drops. On, you know, have me hyped up. So hey. I, I appreciate it, man. Um, and, I, and I'll catch you. Doug, appreciate you and your brother, Gary, man. Thanks for the love. Thanks for the trip down memory lane. He scared me. Because the last time I saw you was a funeral. I'm like, I'm like I started scrolling through my mind. Whose funeral was <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but I I don't I don't want to go to anybody's funeral. I don't want I got those 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 are the worst days. Uh, and he's talking about the Yankees that 2019 season. That was the uh, next man up season. That was the replace for 28 season. I thought we had a chance that year, but we got job by Rob Man- like Rob Manfred. This is New York. Why wouldn't we be in prime time? Why would you schedule a four o'clock some start 
with Garrett Cole on the mound in Yankee Stadium. Shout out to my guy Jimmy Randazzo if he's listening. That's when I discovered Jimmy Randazzo because Jimmy Randazzo is behind home plate. And he goes viral because he's the only Yankee fan standing up like, hey, come on. That's Garrett Cole. Wake up. We got to pick these guys up. Yell. Like, that's how I am in the stadium. Why are you so quiet? What did you show up here for? This is supposed to be the Bronx Zoo. This is supposed to be the home field advantage. The best fans in the world. Come on. Two strikes, two Like, they literally have a uh, uh, wave sound to wake up Yankee fans now because they're on their cell phones. Two strikes, two outs. Please get up. Please clap. Please make some noise. Cooper's in suffering on the fan. Go for it. Coop. How you doing there, Keith? Good, good. How are you? You all right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank you. That was the phone. <clears throat> so you seem to be a little disgruntled this evening. Um, what, what's the, what was the comments you were making regarding the Dodger pitcher? I'm, I'm going to butcher his name if I try to repeat it. Ma- so, Mama, Mama Yoto. Yes, yes, yes. Were you were you being tongue in cheek about him not performing well this year, or or do you mean it? I think he's going to perform well because everybody that has scouted him, looked at him, they're like he's the real deal. But he can get rocked too. I've seen Otani get rocked. I've seen Garrett Cole get rocked. He can get rocked. We can't just assume that he's going to come over here and just instantly work. It's going to be a ju- an adjustment. It's it's a life adjustment. It's a it's a English is a second language adjustment. It's an adjustment with the ball. It's an adjustment with the mound. It's adjustment with pitching every five days. It's an adjustment where you're facing the entire Major League Baseball, not the other 11 teams in the NPB. It's an adjustment that now, like, there's a ton of pressure on you to be the ace that was promised because of the contract that is attached to you. He fell off. I mean, he was having some troubles. You know, come on, call back. I'm not disgruntled at all. I'm a sports fan. I'm passionate. I have opinions. You guys want to talk about Yamamoto? You did not ever hear me get on this station and say that the Yankees must get Yamamoto. It'd be nice. I said that Cashman went out there to see him, and he even saved his ticket stub. Such a fan of Yamamoto. But, like, if Yamamoto didn't want the pinstripes, if he didn't want that number 18 jersey, if he didn't want to come here and, you know, erase the the memory of Masahiro Tanaka, Hiroki Kuroda, and be the next great Japanese ace, then let him go over there and ride Otani's coattails. Otani duck smoke here. And and I, I've, I've been every game. When Otani comes here, I, I go to those games because it's Otani mania. And yeah, I've seen him hit home runs out of here, but i also seen him get rocked and not make it out of the first or second inning. Anybody can get got. Baseball is like that. You can't predict baseball. So everybody predicting that Yamamoto, who's 25 years old, who's been a pro since he was 17, is going to come over here and for the next 12 years be this ace that was promised? Maybe, just maybe, the Mets and the Yankees dodge one, not giving him that much money. You don't know. And that's why we watch. Lou is in Asbury Park. What's up, Lou? You're on the fan. Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Good, good. How are you? Good man, I got I, I got a quick thing on the on the Mets fans that call up and and and, and are just outraged by this offseason and everything else. Mm-hmm. You know, you you, you got to understand something. You got you got Cohen over there who's going to be the biggest asset to baseball, okay, for for any team, okay, with that nineteen billion dollars that he's worth. Certainly, but you also got to understand that the guy just spent three hundred and seventy-five million dollars, and after he just spent three hundred seventy-five million dollars, he got another bill in the mail 
for $101 million. Yeah. The team won, what, 73 games? 75, and, and, you know, that last Marlins game, I put an asterisk on it. It counts 75 wins. All right. So 75. So that puts you roughly $6.4 million a win. <laughs> it ain't worth it right now for him. Yeah, when you break it down like it. that. <laughs> when you break it it's down not, like and that. And he's not going to do it. And he brought in a guy, and the guy's going to romance. He brought in Stern. Stern's going to romance Cohen a little bit and say, no, Papa, you don't got to spend this kind of money right now. Relax. Yeah. Relax. Because he came in swinging, and then he got punched in the face. And I don't care how many billions of dollars you have. He got half a billion dollar bill this year. He ain't spending the money anymore like that unless it's on somebody who's worth it. Yeah. And we got to realize that. You live and that, you learn. And He's smartening see- up. He's a businessman. He didn't make his fortune by being rash and throwing money away of and lighting money on not. fire. Yeah. Of course not. And that Otani deal with the deferred money, that plays right in the Cohen's hand. That's what he does for a living. His hedge fund, his hedge fund yields about 10% a year and has, I don't know, somewhere like $200 billion inside that hedge fund. If, he, if, if players want to start playing the deferred money game, you give Cohen 70, $700 billion, he's going to turn around and make 10% of that a year for the next decade. Mets fans have nothing to worry about. They got to get off the ledge. No, you, you, I wouldn't say nothing. Say nothing to worry about? Like there Nothing. are Mets fans that are, that want to go to spring training and then want to go to opening day and want to go to you know twenty thirty games this year and root on a winning team and not be miserable and not call the fan and complain every night. That's something to worry about. What is this team going to be in twenty twenty four, not twenty twenty seven? Well, that's that's listen. I think that that the expectation got set up poorly by Cohen with his pat on his chest saying five years. That's life. Yeah. I don't think he should have said that at all. Okay, because that put a false sense of reality in everybody's heads all right he tried to pull the trigger it didn't work now they're going to hit the hard reset button but moving forward year after year after year after year with his checkbook and what they're planning i don't think they have anything to worry about i really don't good call lou uh i don't i just i don't know like to say they have nothing to worry about they don't have anything to worry about there are fans that they're not worried about his money there are mets fans that were mets fans way before they ever heard of him they don't care about that they want to win they want to have a good product on the field. He himself said he's not going to put a team out there that's going to embarrass us. What do we call this? Obviously, we don't know. But this offseason leads you to believe that there's a higher chance that they get embarrassed versus not. 877-337-6666. Uh, let's break it down. I'll set up some of the like Instagram or TikTok live so we got some video going in here. No more guests. I'm going to run through the tape. My Casamigos big shot of the night coming up at 11. Keith McPherson on the fan. KM to AM returns. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Right after this. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Play fake. Jones rolls left. Rolls left. Wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Tired of hearing about Mama Yodo. Yo, didn't somebody call BT in the South Show and call Yamamoto Mama Yo-Yo? Something like that. <laughs> I was listening to BT and South, and someone was like, yeah, Mama Yo-Yo. <laughs> and that's the guy I wanted to give $325 million. You can't even say his name. Mama Yo-Yo. Anthony's in Freehold on KM to AM. What's up, Ant? You got it. Keith, how are we doing, brother? Good. I'm in here watching the Pelicans play the Nuggets now. There's no local games on, no local basketball, hockey. Just trying to hold it down for everybody, you know? Bro, I feel you. I need baseball back. Same. Um, I'm going through the motions until I get on that flight to spring training. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a long, long winter. Um, yeah, so, you know, with all the, um, like you were just saying, Yamamoto talk and now a Stroman's, you know, signed and, it's really Bauer and Montgomery on the market. I mean, I'm sorry, Snell and Montgomery on the market. I mean, these guys want big contracts. They want a lot of money. With Bauer, I don't, as a Mets fan, right? I mean, we've been through too much these past couple of years. I want to stay away from this. I want to avoid this. But however, if I was running a baseball team, it's hard not to say. I mean, this guy's a proven pitcher. You can get him on a one-year deal for cheap, cheap, cheap right now. I. What do you think about do the Mets and Yankees? Do they do they do their due diligence and uh, look into this guy or what? For, for Snell on a one-year deal? No, no, no. I'm talking about Bauer. I'm sorry. Or Bauer on a one-year deal? Yeah, sorry. I got it back backwards. So the thing about Bauer and speaking of BT and Sal, um, he was in here, and I, I thought that was a great interview. I thought they did a good job. Yeah, they did. But we don't know if – I think he still has to be reinstated, one. We don't know, as I'm speaking of, of Mama Yo-Yo and him being in Japan, you know, facing the 12 teams over there, we don't know if he's the same pitcher. He claims he added velocity. He claims he's one of the top 15 pitchers in the world. Yeah, those are all the claims that you have to make to make someone bite on you. But we got to see it. It could be a mistake. It could be a liability. And it also could be a regretful move – with the negative attention you're going to get. I've been on record this week saying, I think one of the first calls BT and Sal took was from uh, a, a woman who started attacking them for even having him on the show and saying something along the lines like, you're enabling him or you're giving him a platform or you guys are taking it easy on him. You guys are looking past this stuff. He's an abuser. He's going to do it again. Did you hear how he said this and this? Like That is going to follow him. As much as people are uh, butthurt over some tweets from Marcus Stroman, like, that's childish, bro. If we're really talking about, like, Twitter, some deleted tweets, 
where like like people like come on. But what Strowman or what uh, Bauer is accused of, and what's going to follow him is way different than than Marcus Strowman, who pitched to an All Star level here. A one year deal for Bauer, we assume it'll be a one year deal. Yeah. And we assume it'll be like ten million or less. We don't know, and he also has to get reinstated. That's why, man, his tune with Rob Manfred. I followed the guy. I, I I was subscribed to watch Momentum when I was working with John Boy. John Boy and him, we had him on a show. He right. did the John Boy Media Trivia Show. We were in touch with his people, and you know, I, like John Boy flew out to Arizona, and we were all very like tapped in with him in like 2019, 2020. He used to go out of his way to make fun of Rob Manfred to talk down on Rob Manfred. Now he's oh no I gotta I gotta you know he's he wants to get his job back so man I, I I'm interested to see who actually does take a flyer on him if and when he's allowed to get back into baseball I I gotta look that up but I think Rob Manfred has to sign off on that and there's just negative attention that's gonna follow him I just have this vision in my head right the same way they were walking around with fire Cashman shirts and fire Cashman signs all it takes is a group of ten women to show up to Yankee Stadium yeah. and a chant and have a chant for Trevor Bauer um, and a sign that says Yankees are supporting an abuser. And it's just a bad look. I I definitely agree there, which is why, you know, I completely want to stay away from the guy personally. Um, And like you said, with BT and saw, they did an excellent job. That was a really great raw interview. Um, But what stands out to me really from that, this guy's a complete nerd. With the game, baseball right? I mean, savant. I love to hearing him talk baseball. I'm like, he's going to help everybody. Everybody's around 100%. in the clubhouse, bullpen, other pitchers. His knowledge, what he even went through and learned over there in Japan. He, yeah, he's going to help other pitchers. But I'll say that to say this too. I like, I, 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 I've read a lot about the accusations, and I, I hate that we live in a society where it, it doesn't work both ways. Like these, right. these women can railroad him. They can target him. They can literally use their bodies and sex to try to get yeah. money out of him, extort him, and it's just he's guilty until proven innocent, and it takes a long time to be proven innocent, and you just get canceled. I do hate that, and I hope that he you know, somehow clears his name, but I don't know. There's multiple accusations. The one girl that we saw the video of her smirking while he's in bed with an eye mask on, yeah. she, she's, she's, she, owes, she owes money now. He's suing her back. She's beat. Like, all the texts came out where she basically was saying, like, how much money should I get off of him? And, like, telling her girlfriends, like, she'll give him a cut. Like, that's so foul, man. If, it, 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 there's no way for it to be the other way around for a dude. But, like, I do want him to clear his name. But I don't think that happens in time for this 2024 season. I've joked and said, if anybody does it, it's the Astros, right? The Astros well, are already the villains. They'll, they'll bring him in. But I don't, I don't, I just don't think it can happen here in New York. Right. I agree. And it's funny you say the Astros because, I was on Twitter before, or X, whatever it is. Um, I did see something with the Astros and Bauer being connected. And you know what it is? If you're a GM in baseball or even a fan, if, you, if you're if you a fan of baseball and you wanted Bauer, you, you, but you didn't want the negative attention, and you see him dominating, you know, around the league somewhere else, you know, it's, it's going to be, you know, a little tough to watch because, you know, you could have got this guy – on a, you know, hypothetically, right, a one-year 10 mil deal. Meanwhile, Yamamoto hasn't pitched a single game in America. He just got, what, 350, 325? I mean, it's one of those situations where it's really sticky and really tough to kind of, you know, navigate. You know know what I want to see? I want to see Trevor Bauer do a workout. I'm not following his YouTube and stuff anymore. 
post a workout on YouTube. What you throwing? We just saw some clips of Severino throwing. I, I yeah. need to, and I'll, maybe I'll look right now to see if there's something out there. I want to see. And and why can't he do a live workout where like like when when David Robertson was trying to get back in the league, he hosted yeah. a bunch of teams. When Corey Kluber did his workout, that's how he got signed. Like, can we see a Trevor Bauer workout? So one, we can scratch off the list whether he still got it or not. And then two, we wait and see whether he gets reinstated and, and if he's good to go. Absolutely. And uh, one last thing, Keith, before I head out. Um, one, I want to say you do a great job with the show. You are one of the few hosts uh, that really, um, you know, let the people talk and have a conversation, which it's always appreciated, even just listening. Um, and another thing is I run the WSAN Vault uh, TikTok account, and I always appreciate. Oh, nice. I didn't realize yes. that was you. Yeah. Yes, sir. So I I appreciate, you know, the comments and, and all that. I'm trying to, you know, grow this, um, you know, this awesome, uh, legendary uh, station as much as I can. I mean, you know, the people from today, the, the younger guys today, they don't know, you know, they're not familiar with the Boomer and Carton, you know, Steve Sommers, even the older Francesca clips, Mad Dog. Um, so, you know, it's it's great to see people are really, you know, loving it and, and they're, they're liking what, what, what's going on with it. And uh, I appreciate uh, seeing your name pop up. Uh, it means a lot, bro. No, awesome. Thank you for the call, Anthony. Thank you for the conversation and, you know, revealing. Like, that's what I'm saying. There's so many of these people online that are behind accounts or that we don't know. And I was just interacting with the WFAN Vault account because I work for WFAN. I'm on WFAN and they have some funny clips of Francesa and Mad Dog. And I'm a fan, too. You know, so I, I think that's cool. And there's a bunch of other people online that throw stones and hide their hands, and they'll never call the station. There's so many people with takes, too, where I'm like, call up. Call up with that. Let's have the conversation for everybody to hear. If I'm wrong, and Keith McPherson's stupid, and Keith McPherson's the worst host on WFAN, and how'd this guy get a job? Call up and debate. Call up and get your point across. Call up with your counterpoint and your topics, and let's see how it sounds. Maybe you'll be the next nighttime host on WFAN. Oh, good luck. Jarvis, up in Harlem. What's up, Keith? How you doing? What's up? You know, hanging in there. I'm trying to figure out. I think Trevor Bauer might have been reinstated, but I think if he's reinstated, it's just a matter of him getting an offer. But I'm trying to see if he's 100% reinstated because I I read something that said he was in 2022, December of 2022. But anyway, that's, that's just part of the conversation. I know what you want to talk about. Go for it. Yeah, I'm talking about the Jets. I'm just watching my Denver Nuggets, and you know. So am I. They're you know, not after high, a bounce, you know, yeah, bouncing back after losing them Wednesday night, getting blown up by Utah on ESPN. Uh, so they, then a good start, then um, end of the first quarter, thirty-seven twenty-four Nuggets. So they're trying to bounce back after give a, a losing by Utah. But anyway, but um, talk talk about the Jets, and you know, and um. You know, they're going to run it back. It doesn't really matter what the offseason is going to be like. If people think, like, this team's not going to be good because they're going to bring back uh, Rob Sauter and um, Joe Douglas and, you know, think they're going to, like, well, well next year because, you know, because the AAC conference is going to be loaded because, you know, other seven teams going to be better than New York Jets, you know, when they need to draft players and, and offensive linemen and wide receiver and, you know, because, uh, you know, but – um. You know, cause they end a 13 year job because, you know, they try to make the players. But, you know, cause Woody Johnson never, you know, never, never, um, always mess it up because that's what he's the owner. Cause he's not going to sell PSLs, not going to do that. Cause as long as he's the owner and, you know, it's going to be the same old Jets, you know, just. That's what I what said. The fish rots from the head down. There's a reason 
why they're in this situation. He gave it his blessing. I don't know if it was my. If I, I would love to own an NFL team. I'd love to be rich. If I owned an NFL team and had to sit through these last three seasons, Aaron Rodgers is a player. He's not the GM. Like I was, like, Aaron Rodgers, you're on the roster. Shut up. I don't care. I don't care if you like these guys. I don't like losing. I don't like being embarrassed. I bought a Woody chain this year, and look at the results. Thanks for the call, Jarvis. You know, Woody was focused on the wrong things. He wanted to be icy. He wanted to be iced out. <laughs> he wanted everybody to see. You're the you're the richest guy. You don't have to have a chain. You don't have to have a diamond-encrusted pendant that says Woody on your chest. We know you're worth billions. We know who you are, Mr. Johnson. We, we know. You don't have to flex on us. You don't have to impress us with your jewelry. <laughs> Alan's in Rockland County. What's up, Alan? You got it. Hey, how are you, Keith? Great to hear the Fuji's clip coming in back after the commercial. That was Paulie. Uh, yeah, me too. I like uh, that jam. Now, a lot of people are talking about Travis Kelsey, how he wasn't as good this year, saying it's maybe because he's dating, dating Taylor Swift. Definitely. Maybe it's because of his commercials. I think it's just because he doesn't have Tyreek and his good receivers anymore. But He's I a year to older, yeah. What were your thoughts on why he wasn't as good, and do you think he's going to ball out or feel a lot of pressure? I think it's game? I think it's a hundred percent in his head. Like I don't think Taylor Swift is fine or anything like that. I don't find her attractive at all, but she is Taylor Swift, and like this guy was in uh, where did he go with Taylor Swift to see her on tour somewhere out of the country during the bye week? That's different, you know. Your bye week, you're on Taylor Swift's private plane to go see her perform, and I don't know. I'll figure out where he went. Um, his life is completely different this year. He's dating the biggest pop star in the world. So, like, I, like I don't, you can't block that out on Sundays. Now, supposedly in the beginning of the year, he was balling out a little bit better when she was there. But I watched him drop a lot of passes. And I watched him not get as open as he once used to get open. He lost a step. And remember, he came into this season hurt. So, it's just a down year for Travis Kelsey. He's he's 34 years old. I think he's losing a step. He's He's close to probably hanging it up. And uh, the the Taylor Swift stuff doesn't help. She can't catch the ball. She can't tackle anybody. Because I saw him announce he's not retiring. Usually it's the opposite. Someone announces they're no, retiring. They not after back. this he year. Announced that he's not retiring. Yeah, because people, because Chiefs fans are saying, "Hang it up, bro. Go home and be a family man. Propose to the girl. Marry her if you want to go do that. We're trying to win. Patrick Mahomes is young. He's signed for the next decade. Get out of here if you want to go be uh, the the husband of a of a pop star and be a stay at home husband." You know, you still there? Right. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. Were. So you see, you see him playing well or not in the next game? He has to. He like he literally if they if they plan on winning, he has to lock in. He's been in the playoffs plenty of times. He has to. He absolutely has to play well. He has to be there for Pat Mahomes because they can't necessarily defend uh, depend on Marquez Valdez Scantling. They can't depend on rookie Rasheed Rice, Darius even though Tony I think he's deep. Yeah, Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, Justin Watson, Noah Gray. Like, there's not one clear cut number one wide receiver. It's supposed to be Travis Kelsey. That was always the safety blanket. That was always his protect protection. Hey, Trav, get open, and I'm gonna find you. And then Tyreek over the top. So. Um, and this weather, right, who are you going to throw the ball to? You're throwing to the tight end. He's a bigger target. It's a shorter route, and you don't have to, you know, heat the ball up to him. You don't have to throw a fastball to him. Travis Kelsey's got to play big if they plan on winning. Thanks for the call, Allen. 877-337-6666. Trying to figure out where it was that Travis Kelsey, oh, they went to Argentina. So that's different, right? Instead of him going home to Ohio to do his podcast with his brother on the bye week or 
um, go to Philly to watch his brother play football. He got on a, a private plane with Taylor Swift to go to Argentina to watch her concert. And like, like come on. It's, it's, like, that's a lot. I'm sure that's a lot for a 34-year-old man to handle. And I'm sure that's in the front of his mind when he's going out there playing and he's not as effective. You guys know the number to dial. I got to take a break here. We'll come back before the 11 o'clock hour. My Casamigos big shot of the night will happen then. Then, you know, open mic until the rest of the night. This is my last show. Let's run through the tape. KM to AM. We'll be back right after this. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I'm here. I'm like, what beat is this, Paulie? Oh, wide class. Gone till November. This is gone till November? Oh, well, Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be gone till Monday after this. My last show of the first ever five in a row, five hour KM to AMs. I would say I could get used to this, but no, I can't. This week has been uh, interesting schedule wise. I have not slept well, but I, I never actually sleep well until Saturday or Sunday night. Um, but man, it's like the. The day burns on me, bro. Like, I'm always up. Shout out to my son, Jackson. You're the man. Appreciate you, bro. But, you know, waking up in the 5 o'clock hour every day is just like, I, I'm always up like 5, 5.30. And I honestly, like, last night I went to sleep. I emailed Spike. It's funny. I emailed Spike at 2.53. So I was like, I definitely wasn't asleep until 3-something. And then my son is up 5.30. And then I get up. My wife gets up to feed him his first bottle and, and get him a fresh diaper by 7 o'clock no matter what. And then the day starts, and then I'm usually able to, like, duck back in and, and take a little nap when he naps, and I did today, but I'm just like, I mean, I'm running off a green tea and Celsius energy drink, and I'm looking forward to sleeping this weekend. But what I'm saying is the day burns by. Next thing I know, it's 3 o'clock. It's 4 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock. All right, we got to start getting ready, packing up, heading to the station, and then, boom, it's a five-hour KM to AM. So, I don't know. This was an interesting week because some weeks, right, during football season, Monday and Thursday, it's a guarantee. I'm on late, so I have more time during the day. Um, And then when the Nets play, there's some weeks where, like, I only get one of these versus five like I got this week. So, it has been fun, but I don't know. I don't know if I could do this Monday through Friday. Um five days a week. I don't think I I don't think I will unless the Nets randomly p- play in Paris again. All right, live on TikTok. Shout out to the guy who runs WFAN Vault on TikTok, Anthony, I think who just called, Anthony from Freehold. Um appreciate you. Shout out to everybody logging in on the TikTok. I'll send that out on my Twitter as well so you guys can see me. I stand up in here. I got the stand up desk cuz I don't want my back to be all tight. Now we're going to take a couple more calls. We got a full rack of calls. We were talking about everything from Trevor Bauer, which Trevor Bauer was reinstated. I, I found out the information. He was reinstated by, um, it said, okay, December 22nd, 2022, Trevor Bauer was reinstated Thursday by Major League Baseball's independent arbiter, allowing the pitcher to resume his career at the start of 
the 2023 season. Well, that just passed, and I guess he signed his contract in Japan, and he's allowed to come back. But I think there's still something that Rob Manfred has to sign off on for him to actually be able to sign with teams. Or maybe, you know, he's been in conversations with teams. He would need a contract, and then Rob will sign off on it. But I'm still working on that information. Call me up if you know that information. But with Trevor Bauer, it's simple as this for me. Is he potentially one of the best 15 pitchers in the world, like he says? Yeah, we've seen the guy. He's got nasty stuff. He won a Cy Young. Is he a baseball savant? Absolutely. Absolutely. But you have to be ready, and I think he deserves a second chance. I was on on record with that. Everybody, you know, that, that wants to say this and this, he, he had no criminal charges, and I don't like the way it shook out that these women basically looked at him as a target, like, oh, yeah, we're going to sleep with this guy, beat ourselves up or whatever. But there's still two cases that are, you know, not all the way, uh, like, done with their I – don't, I don't know exactly. The first case, we found out that that chick, you know, she was completely lying or whatever. But the other stuff is still following him, the other two accusers. And there's some people that say this is a pattern of behavior. There's three. You know, how come most athletes have none? And there's going to be a pack of people that follow to say, oh, you guys are pigs or you guys are disgusting. The Yankees, I can't believe People are saying that about Stroman. There, there are literally people, oh, I'm disgusted with the Yankees. Over Twitter, bro, you guys got to get a grip. Anyway, we were talking about Travis Kelsey, and I said it's a different year for the guy. He went to Argentina to see his girlfriend perform live. Like, got on her private jet during the bye week. That's different. He had a down year at 34. Father time's undefeated. Let's see if he can figure it out in these playoffs. I think he will. I think he'll step up for his man, Pat Mahomes. Um, I don't know. I, I would I would expect him to win in the first round. I don't know about the next round. And uh, we definitely should spend the last hour or so talking more about the playoff matchup. Something with that game that I noted. The Dolphins haven't won a playoff game since 2000. They've lost 10 games in a row in 40-degree weather or below. So, like, think about it. It's pretty simple. These guys live in Miami. And they're usually soft when they end up playing in. Look, like they went up after they scored 70 points on the Broncos. And everybody was saying, oh, the Super Bowl champs, they're, oh, they're going to win a Super Bowl. They've scored 70 points. What would they do? They went up to Orchard Park and it wasn't even cold and they got smacked. They got absolutely smacked. Peter's in Westchester on the fan. Go for it, Peter. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for calling. Okay, a couple of things I'd like to say. Give me a reaction on what I think. Number one. Um, I think you're way off. Uh, uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, just so you know, has his own dating show. He's been in the spotlight. Not only as a Super Bowl winner, he was at his own dating what, what, show. What channel was his dating show on? It was, uh, it was like a Bravo series, uh, Dating Travis. Not that I saw it, but I heard about it. And, and I dated a girl who was infatuated with him, so she saw the whole damn show. I'm like, can you please turn it off? But anyway, bottom line is he's been in the spotlight. It was something like know? Catching Kelsey, but... No one watched that show. It's way different than dating Taylor Swift. Well, well, whatever. And you're saying that she's not even hot. She's H.O.T. not because of, you know, empirically looking the dollar at dollar signs. Her. Sure. I'll the, take J.Lo any other day. The dollar signs. But it's the, it's the, tra- it, it's the Taylor Swift experience. She's flying on a jet. She's pampering with pedicures. You know, she's surrounded by, you know, he's waking up in his robe. And she's playing a song for him in the piano, that is kind she? of thing. You know oh, what I mean? I didn't know she was doing all that. Now, that's crazy. And, yeah. and I, you might be a little biased because you're married and you have a kid. You know, uh, if you were no, single, even, right? even yeah. before that, I, I I never was a Taylor Swift. When she popped up on the scene, I'm like, nah, nope. 
<laughs> nah, don't find think... her attractive. Don't find her music. She's got nothing that slaps, no bops. I'm just not a I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. Your wife's listening to the show, of course. Yeah, my wife that. my wife likes her music. My my wife likes her stuff. Me, nah, there's no Taylor Swift in my in my playlist. Oh, you just I uh, see Taylor Swift's powerful. She's got people here in New York. Just send somebody to call the fan to tell me all that nonsense. Catching Kelsey was the name of the show. Um, I don't know what channel it was on because who would watch that? Um, the girl that he ended up dating from that show is like polar opposite from Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift to me is, is not attractive, bruh. Um, <laughs> we don't even need to have that conversation. My boy said that. He said Travis Kelsey's waking up in his robe and she's playing songs for him. Yo, Taylor Swift's powerful. She got people to call the fan. She got people to call the fan and hang up. Very powerful. <laughs> and I'm not a big yeah. Taylor person. I'm not a Swifty. Very powerful. She's, he says she's H-O-T. Was that, like, that had to be a mole. That had to be somebody, like, someone in Taylor's camp. Hey, hey, get somebody to call the fan and counter this guy. He didn't even continue, right? And he didn't even continue his, like, I thought he was going to say something about football. To say, no, Travis Kelsey has X amount of receptions. He's been targeted less. He's been in double coverage. Right. I, think, <laughs> I, I also think Travis Kelsey is getting, like, old. I think that's probably a factor. Father time is undefeated. He's not the same guy. Yeah, I, I think he, that's, he came that makes into the, the most season sense. hurt. He was banged up this year. And that Taylor Swift stuff is powerful, bruh. Uh, I, I'm sure his life is completely different. 877-337-6666. When we come back, my Casamigos big shot of the night and as many calls as I can get in before I'm done for the week. Thanks for listening. Call up and join the show. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.